0: This is Paul Lam and you're listening to the Path Hunters Podcast. A podcast dedicated to helping you unleash the beast from within so you can fearlessly pursue your own path and passion. Join me on this weekly journey filled with inspiring stories and actionable contents. Become a Path Hunter today. Hey guys, so it's really cool to have my friend Robert Bottle for the podcast here today. We, you know, I met him in Chiang Mai, Thailand, and we connected instantly. It was crazy when, you know, when those people you just like, just have a good vibe with. So Robert is definitely one of those friends that I, you know, befriended and everything in Thailand, and it was just amazing ever since and you know he you know he was explaining how he makes money online through drop shipping and uh, we get into a of a bit about this but it was so cool just to chat with him um i'll you know let him do the talk and everything so uh here he is robert Botto this episode is brought to you by Four Sigmatic. I reached out to these guys because for the longest time, I've been looking for a better alternative than using coffee or energy drinks to keep me focused and get me through the day. And so recommended by Tim Ferriss himself, I thought I'd get myself a batch just to see if what it was like. And actually, I was fairly impressed by the results because containing inside it was only 40 milligrams of caffeine. Actually tastes like coffee, but it's really not coffee. It's really cool. But inside it specifically has chaga mushrooms and lion's mane. And no jitters, no, no crash, kept me focused throughout the day. I was really wired and was amazing product to use. So I teamed up with them just to get you guys a discount of a 10% off if you guys go to forsigmatic.com. F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T tic.com forward slash pathhunters and use the code pathhunters to get a 10% off of your whole entire order it's really awesome product and it's something that i recommend to use all the time they have other products as well too besides the mushroom coffee they have other elixirs where it's tea amazing amazing product that i really had to share with you guys and now on to the show (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Path Hunters, I have, you know, an awesome guest that I met in Chiang Mai. He's, you know, he's very, you know, a positive person. Like, I've met him. He's, like, so grounded. He's down to earth. I really love him. And, uh, you know, Robert Botto in the house right here. What's going on, Robert?
1: What's happening, Paul? Thanks for having me on the podcast.
0: Man, you know... Thanks, you know, so much for even taking the time just to talk to me here and everything. We were just chatting a little bit off the record about, you know, a little bit of your journey, about what's going on about my, in my world and what's going on in your world. Um, for those listeners who you know are listening, you know, let us know what you do and give us a little personal insight of who you know of you who you are.
1: All right, Paul. Um, well, as you know, I am uh, a 28-year-old entrepreneur who's been taking the digital nomad lifestyle quite seriously over the past year. Um, I have, I would say, yeah, I'm gonna say I'm an entrepreneur, Um, and I I would say actually I'm a serial entrepreneur that has done and failed and you know, succeeded in multiple different styles of businesses and um, yeah, for the past six, seven months I've been in Thailand and now I've been living in Bali for the past two months and uh it's been quite a journey I, i've been i've been loving it and uh you know it hasn't all been so uh high as it has been but you know i am it's it's all about the journey and i would like to say i'm also you know a uh, strong resident of southern new jersey i was living in philadelphia for the past like four four years or so and uh yeah so, I mean, that's that's kind of the overall general gist of the most recent. But you know, to be honest, um, there's a whole whole lot more to it.
0: I I love it. I love it. Um, we'll we'll definitely get into that. I really want to dial back and see, like, um, capturing your journey and everything, what it was like, and uh, what were you like before your you know digital nomad lifestyle.
1: Man, just like a whole lot of other people that get involved with the digital nomad lifestyle or becoming an entrepreneur, you know. You, I was involved in a typical nine to five job, but my typical nine to five consisted of usually like six to five. Uh, I was getting to work around six, six thirty every morning, and getting done around five. So, um, luckily, my job was only a half hour away. So, I was waking up around four, four thirty, and you know, getting back uh, from work around five. And you know, it was I was working for a food company to be honest with you. And uh, initially, I was it was my family business, and. Uh, we yeah so my family owns a business and uh, they manufacture uh, Italian meats a different type of Italian style meat products and uh, they distribute across the entire country in the United States. So you know coming out of college I graduated from Penn State back in 2011 and uh, I uh, decided to join the family business. It was like something I've been raised my entire life to do, I guess you could say. you know, My family's always been like, Rob, you, you ready to start to get in the family business once you graduate, this, that, and the other? I mean, I even went to school to be an uh, agricultural business management uh, major. So I was trying to make sense with uh, you know, the family, how could I contribute with a major that would you know, help. And uh, yeah, so I basically, I went to the family business right out of college in 2011. Well, 2012, um, I joined the family business technically. You know, so I was learning the ins and outs of the actual manufacturing process of how everything's done in the the, in the manufacturing world, and uh, yeah, so I, I I got involved with that at a you know straight out of college. So that was my my first step. <laughs>
0: Sweet, you know. And what made you? What was like that aha moment where? Typically, I always like to say it's. It's that one moment that literally just changes your whole entire perspective, right? Um, for me, for example, it was just going into after a really bad breakup, going to a cor- my corporate job, and realizing that these guys literally have control of my life. It's time for a change, kind of deal. And uh, what was your aha moment?
1: Well, I wish I would say that this is a simple answer. You know what I mean, Paul? But uh, you know, to be to be honest with you, I've I've been kind of an entrepreneur and a hustler for. Um, my entire life, you know, I was that kid that was selling effing, uh, you know, snack bars that I would buy for 50 cents and, you know, at bulk and then sell them for a dollar. And uh, I was, uh, you know, as a kid in like, you know, grade school, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, that was, that was me. And then the next thing you know, I figured out, you know, the world of side hustling and stuff like that as I was in the quote-unquote professional world, the quote-unquote real world, you <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so once I got out into the real world, I, I quickly realized as soon as I got out of college that, you know, what I was doing for my family business, I was I was bored and I wanted more and I, I, was, I wanted to inspire higher. So what I did is I, I bought a digital franchise. Um, Sweet. So yeah, I went and invested some serious money, uh, you know, got family to give me money. I went and got a small loan from a bank, like, you know, it was yeah, quite quite a quite a jump I guess you could say, but I was hungry and I'm that's kind of like the way I look at things if you're if you're kind of have that fire in your stomach just do it instead of just waiting around and being stuck. So,
0: do yeah. you feel do you feel like d- you know entrepreneurs or and or digital nomads are are born or do you feel like they can be like um learned later on? Is it something like you can learn?
1: Oh, 100%. I mean, it's I don't know. Entrepreneurs, yeah, you can 100% learn to be an entrepreneur. And the idea of being an entrepreneur, I guess you could simply say, is someone that's willing to take a risk, and if they fail, to get back up and go again. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's kind of like, you know, so technically, yeah, I guess you can learn that at any point in your life. It's not like you're born to be an entrepreneur. It's like you can learn at any point, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just, just how bad do you want to hustle? And like, you know, when you fail, are you going to stop and say like, you know, I gave it a shot? Or are you going to push forward and say, I can, I can do better next time, yeah. like, you know, or so that's, that's Sweet. really the entrepreneurial spirit, man. Yeah,
0: yeah man. I, I love it. I love, I love, uh, you know, all this about you and I love the story and everything. Um, you know, so, so you bought this digital, you know, it's online digital, you know, company. And then, yeah. so you invested some, some money, a lot of money actually into it. Right. And what happened after that? Like what, what transpired? What was the process like? What, what brought you to Chiang Mai?
1: So yeah, I mean, I'm gonna make this. You know, I'll go through it. Basically, it's uh, I bought this <laughs> franchise for yeah. you know a fair amount of money. Yeah, like <laughs> as a 22 year old, yeah, very fair amount of money. Uh, and uh, you know, I I was growing it for a year and a half. And uh, what happened was uh, I was doing guerrilla marketing tactics. I was learning a lot about just um, how to bring people to a website without basically spending money because i was bootstrapping really hard uh as a recent college grad you have a lot of expenses and you're entering this real world of like ex- like uh that you're just not i guess too keen on so you know i got all these bills now and now i got this franchise that i have to run and i'm working from six to five and then from you know seven to nine or ten like on a daily basis um maybe eleven actually sometimes too so my, my hours didn't – there actually wasn't any hours. It was just me just working all the time and just grinding out my, my dream. And uh, so what, what happened was I, I grew this for a year and a half, and I started to get a lot of momentum in uh, basically the South Jersey area. And uh, that's the territory I own for my, my digital franchise. So to put this in perspective, it was a food ordering company. Okay. And uh, I would partner with restaurants and put their menus on my website. Uh, That was part of the basic model of the franchise I bought. Um, And I would basically bring them customers and incremental business by having customers order online and uh, the entire business model for me as the owner of the, the franchise was volume. So for every order I'd like, you know, gain like I'd make like 50 cents and like, you know, maybe a buck off of like depending on what they ordered. So it was 100% volume driven. So I, as you can imagine, I was like driving a ton of traffic to my site, people were ordering a lot of food. I was partnered with a uh, college next, like near to me. That like you know where I was having student ambassadors and whatnot. So yeah. it, was, it was it was it was a lot of orders and volume driven business. So after a year and a half of doing this this hustle, um, I ended up gaining the attention of a partner that wanted to invest. And uh, this partner happened to be one of the old mayors of you know one of the cities that I was you know basically. W- Getting restaurants and you know growing the business with it. No way, and, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, and he, uh, he heard about it, so he wanted to invest, and he was he was hungry because he just kind of stopped being mayor, so he had time, and uh, he was a somewhat young person, like you know 40s, so you know it's not that that's I would say that's young.
0: That's still young. He came
1: in. Yeah, exactly. He yeah. he he basically um, he came in. He purchased half the company, which made my money back for the most part uh, for the investment, which was effing fantastic. And then, you uh, can swear in here
0: by the way. It's fine. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I was I not sure. Right? I'm
0: <laughs> it's okay, it's okay, dude. Say it, say it with me. Say it. <laughs>
1: So yeah, it was fucking awesome. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. Um, um,
1: so yeah, made the money back. And next thing you know, he's he's now my partner. Initially, he didn't want to do anything. He just wanted to be a financial interest. And uh, that's, that's how it started for half a year. And wow. then he wanted to come in and start taking over sales. And I'll just handle all the social and digital marketing end of it. Cool. So I was like, perfect, cool. Long story short, you know the partnership didn't work out so well, and you know I learned a lot about partnerships within that that time frame of another year and a half of us being uh, a team, I guess you could say. Yeah. And after that, another year, you know, so a total of three years of running the business, three three years and like two months, I, I basically ended up selling the rest of my interest to an equity to my partner, and uh, I called it a day. And cool. for that moment on, I was focusing strictly on uh, my family business at the moment, and I was kind of, I guess you could say, building an entire program for them as well. So, How old were you um, at the time,
0: at that, at that point in time?
1: So when I sold the franchise, I was 24, and uh, you know, you know, no, 25. Sorry, 25. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I was uh, <clears throat> at this entire time, I was working i was burning both ends of the candle i guess some people would say you know waking up at six getting done work at five and then i'd you know grind I'd go and try and sleep for a little bit or eat whichever one i felt like choosing that day story of my and life then, last uh, year
0: I'm telling, you. <laughs> I'm telling you
1: and then uh and then go grind until basically i couldn't anymore and then yeah. uh, or i just want to you know call for a day dude so yeah that's I mean that was that that was my side hustle in the beginning when I realized like, you know, entrepreneurship is something I have a passion for, like building something as I have a passion for, you know, uh, growing and you know, I can see that I, I have uh, I can I have, if I have a fire for something it it, it can grow and I, I can I can make it work. And that's that's another big part of entrepreneurship I was just gonna say real quick is like if it's you, you face problems and it's like how How to solve them it's not like you know you just can't do it it's just how am i gonna do it is the mindset it's not it's not why not it's how to you ever seen that movie the martian
0: the Um, martian with uh oh for what matt damon Damon. yes yes have you seen that movie yeah uh i (laughs) had okay okay but like anyways like you don't need to watch the movie if you didn't but at the end of that movie he said um basically you know the gist of the story it's like him being stuck on mars and trying to get back home to earth and he at the end of that movie i love the the fact that he said that you know if you continue to solve one problem after the next and then you get to go home same thing as entrepreneurship right so yeah you solve one problem to the next to the next and eventually you strike uh, your goal right and uh you drop you dropped amazing like value bombs there by the way it's just you know i didn't want to graze over that i kind of want to take a look at a few things here um you know, what's, what's, what's a, it's funny because like you were talking about, you know, a partnership and it just kind of didn't go that well. But when I met, when we talk and spoke, like you were, you were already in an, another partnership at the time, right? And, uh, and it's, it's great because what, cause it seems to you, like, it seems like to me, like, you know, like it, what makes a really good partnership. Can you like let the audience know what kind of, what, what elements needs to be there for a good partnership?
1: All right, Paul, I'm going to drop some value bombs here. All right,
0: <laughs> all right. <son. laughs>
1: basically, um, partnerships are like marriages, man, just without um, basically any any sex. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, it's just it's you, com- communication is key. And, uh, you know, if you're feeling a certain way about what's going on between you and your partner, you have to make sure you explain that to the person that you're in a business with because, um, you know, if you're sitting there bottling things up, and not communicating properly, just like in a partnership with uh, or a relationship, you know, things will explode and they won't be good. So you know, having communication is number one factor. And you know how you can do that is by either scheduling calls on a certain time basis that would make sense for both you and the partner involved with the business. And that that was something that me and the partner I was involved with missed out on and I learned very quickly that was that was a big problem because uh, we would when we sat down and talked about like you know whenever the hell we sat down it was nothing was scheduled for the most part like you know um you know we would sit down and we would be misaligned yeah. so you know that was that was a big issue because our communication wasn't there we were misaligned as business partners and uh you know our goals were misaligned. Everything was misaligned because our communication wasn't strong. So mm-hmm. I would say that the number one factor that, you know, people over or underplay, I should say, with, with partnerships is communication. How How is everything going? You know, how are you feeling about what's going on? And are you aligning with the goals? And are you setting goals together as a partner, like as a, as a partnership? Because it's uh, if you communicate on a, a regular basis, whatever that may be for you and your partner or partners, that's and that's how you can basically succeed. Mm-hmm. If you, if you don't, you'll, you, you, I can guarantee you'll fail. <laughs> like almost guarantee. I mean, like if if you're not talking to your partners on some type of schedule, and uh, it, it, you're not expressing what's going on, if you have struggles or you know if there's downs or lows or highs, uh, if you're not communicating properly, I can almost guarantee that you're going to fail when it, when it comes to that partnership.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so that that's basically the the number one takeaway that I can give from my experiences with partnerships as you know i was just in another one with uh johnny fd for dropshipping. so that's a different story but the same idea i mean communication is key it really is
0: yeah no it's so true and uh and that's that's amazing that's that's a great that's a great point for sure um you know and what i i really want to like highlight this because like you're you are a hard worker, man. Like I I remember being in Chiang Mai with you and seeing you at like our at Maya camp, and uh, you're sure. always grinding, man. You're always pushing it, and I always see you and Daniel pushing it out. It's crazy. I, I like it, and um, and I can only imagine what that was like for you when you were just starting out, right? You're in corporate nine to five, and and then you just worked really hard after that. So it's it's amazing. I, I kind of want to shift gears a little bit and talk about it's cool because like we're we're millennials right so like and and i feel like millennials nowadays they're they're following the adage of going to school and they're just going to this corporate job but they hate it right and and what kind of advice or or message would you t- tell someone like that right that just totally sick of their job and just don't know what to do and really want to do something and have a change what would you say to this person
1: you know the, the person I aspire to and I look up to when it comes to advice like this is someone that I know that you're like that you follow and like actually really consume content from as well. And that's from the man, uh, the legend himself, Mr. Gary V. Yeah, and uh, you know that dude, he he fucking gets it. and uh, you know the only the only reason you're miserable is because you're you know you're letting yourself be fucking miserable. If you don't like what you're doing, then change it. Um, you know and how you do that is by making small steps I mean or doing something doing anything like you know it, it is better than doing nothing and for the people that are miserable at the nine to five jobs as you and I both were before we, we decide to leave them yeah. you know what you, what you need to do is go find something you're passionate about which you know I know that's cliche but it, you know you don't even have to be passionate about it. screw that actually you know <laughs> Like, it's find something that you are good at. You have a skill set that you can possibly transpose or you know bring to the online world, and and start. Just do something. Do anything. Like literally do anything that could possibly make you some money. See if you enjoy it, and then try and scale it. I mean that's 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 it. I mean like you, if you already have the degree, you already got the job and you fucking hate it, which you know, I get. Like you know, no one likes going and sitting in a cube for you know seven hours a day. Like that sucks. Like you, if you have a, if you don't have a skill set, there is so much abundance online that you can capture and learn for free, or if you even pay. I mean, holy shit! Imagine you pay for your education again. Like you know, it's, it's you go and you pay for you know Coursera or, um, you know you go on Udemy and spend like you know ten bucks for a fucking course. Like holy shit! You you literally just go and invest in yourself, and you can walk away and potentially change your life with maybe a ten dollar investment from udemy i mean like i'm not going to guarantee that's going to happen but you know it is possible and you know for me uh i i took that leap with the dropshipping course and when i that that course changed my life and you know the thing is for people that are hating their lives the overall advice is change it and the way you change it is by making small steps to the goal that you want to achieve and if you don't know that goal Fucking just decide to do something, and I can guarantee something will come out of it.
0: <laughs> You're on fire, man. <laughs> Mic drop. Mic drop. Okay. <laughs> <Boom>. <laughs> <laughs> man. Dude, it, it's crazy. It's so true because, like, it, it's so – there's so much information in the world. I love Udemy. I like pointing people to Udemy as well, too, because um, I didn't even know about this. If I don't know if you know who um, Chris the freelancer is, and – um he he, yeah so he pointed uh he gave that idea so i'm looking at like udemy and it's uh i'll add this uh, into the show notes guys but it's it's a course where you literally can go in and learn new skills and it's made by those people are who are in the field in the industry right and uh it's really cool and then sometimes you get like really awesome flash sales so what could be like a hundred dollar course could sometimes be a dollar and it was it's insane it's insane what goes on in there
1: no, Udemy is yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, like you can get a literally a $300 course for 10 bucks. I mean, like it's it's it is made by people that usually have experience too. So, it's it's helpful, but the idea behind it is if you're unhappy, you have to learn. And if you unless you already have a skill set, like some people are just they're they're if you're a coder right now, you are living you, you sir or madam can literally leave your 9 to 5 right now and be still live a very comfortable life as a digital nomad like yeah. those people are the people that i've met along the road here and you know they're crushing it like you know like they don't they don't need uh to be working for a certain company because they're in, their job role is in such high demand and it's if it's if they want to work remotely guess what if you want me as a coder you're going to pay me to be remote i mean like it just it's incredible but like if you're not a coder there's still a million other ways to make money online and to become part of the digital nomad lifestyle it's it's just whatever avenue suits you, or whatever one gets you excited to wake up.
0: Yeah. So, since we're on this topic, Robert, you know what? Um, what's bringing, What's keeping your lifestyle right now? Like, what's keeping up with your life, like sustaining that right now for you?
1: For me, drop shipping. Uh, drop shipping is a is definitely what's keeping my lifestyle uh, afloat. Mm. And for
0: sure. <laughs> and uh you know for those audience who don't know what dropshipping shipping is, can you give us like a quick like, you know, one or two sentences what it is?
1: Yeah, sure. Dropshipping is the middleman of the internet.
0: Sweet. And <laughs> what's, the, what's pretty much it. Yeah, it is. And like what, middleman of what? Like is it just like products or what is, you know?
1: Okay, um, so yeah, it's basically I buy goods from a wholesale distributor or someone that makes products mm-hmm. for a at a wholesale cost, a low cost, and then I can bring them those products that, you know, the reason I'm able to, um, and then I bring them online because they're not easily found, you know, in a retail store like a box store like Walmart, or Target, or whatever you know bullshit store you go to, and uh, then I basically I bring value by adding better content than basically what you may be able to find on other websites like Amazon or Wayfair. And uh, I bring better content, more value, and uh, that's basically what a dropshipper does and it's the role. It's bring bring items to the, the world where you can't normally find them, cool. like in your down the street box store, and then you bring more value than the giants such as Amazon and Wayfair. Cool. So
0: that's that's so cool uh, it's,
1: yeah it's a it's a retail fulfillment method like yeah. to we get technical you know
0: yeah and dude like it's just like you know this is a, like a somewhat of a travel podcast i interview like all kinds of people for the podcast like um you know entrepreneurs digital nomads and stuff and how we met like i said it's from chiang mai thailand and went during my travels and uh you know where has you know where where was like the best place that you've ever traveled to so far I guess it really does depend on what
1: uh, aspect I'm looking for when it comes to travel. Like uh, when I was in Chiang Mai, it was literally the best place in the world to be in a you know to bootstrap. If I want to live for cheap and I want to and I just want to grind. Like if I just want to work and live for cheap,
0: yeah. Chiang
1: Mai was the place to go because you know you can get one dollar pad ties or you know seventy five cents pad ties and those pad thais. Uh, you know <laughs> yeah man and you know Mr Mustache like oh, you know he. Him. But, like, you know, it's – it's there's nothing really to do around Chiang Mai. So, you know, and, like, the hustle mentality is so strong there. Um, You know, you just end up, you know, like you and I, being at at fucking – at Maya Mall until 5 a.m. Like, I literally would, like, have people walking in to grab their coffees and I'm like, shit, I did it again. It's, like, you know, it's getting light out. I need to leave. (laughs) Like, I'm a fucking vampire. Like, you know, so, like, it just – it, it's just it catches it's like a, a bug there but like you know now i'm in bali and bali is like you know such a different lifestyle here it's like you know you get the i'm in changu to be particular and uh dude it's like you know i got a beach Five minutes for me. I've been surfing like almost every other day, and uh, it's, you know, the lifestyle is so much more relaxed, vacation style, and, uh, you know, I love it. It's such a good break because, like, you know, I was grinding so hard in Chiang Mai that, like, you know, I'm taking a little mini vacation here, I guess you could say, while I still work on a, a, like, you know, every day, I guess you could say, or almost every day. And, uh, yeah, so it all depends, I guess. Bali right now has been my favorite. I think uh, it's, it's honestly, it's no doubt my favorite. On my travels at least
0: this year so you know dude uh i i get the feel of chiang mai man and um it's just something about chiang mai is it's it's very interesting as a place right because when you go there you literally can get by with english the living standard is super cheap and uh, there's you're around pretty much hustlers grinders you know uh, digital nomads and people who are just literally grinding and it's so contagious everywhere you see and look around it's just digital nomads everywhere and this is like it this is how we met too because like we were just grinding we just saw each other and we're, just like, and we're like hey what's going on and we just started talking from there and it's so friendly too like it's such a awesome vibe and i just i feel really at home in, in chiang mai
1: no, dude, you're you're 100% on point, I, I feel the same exact way. I mean, um, it's, it's how do I explain this? It's like a family of people that you have no idea who the hell they are, like, you know? <laughs> it's like, you know, uh, you just know that they're somehow a digital nomad, because why the hell else are they there on their laptop, like, you know, when you see them all the time? It's like, what are you doing? Like, oh, I you know, I'm an affiliate marketer, I see, next thing you know, you got all these different things that you can learn, like, you know, there's always, like, a, little workshops going on where you're learning you know you can go and get a taste for what the hell kindle publishing is and how to do it and like next thing you know like i i have a book that i'm about to go and sell you know (laughs) like it's you you can you can get a taste for everything and uh it's pretty cool so it's in person it's like different than like you know going and taking udemy course and like you know yeah i can go and do that but instead i have you know these two speakers that like they understand how to kindle publish and they give their inside tips and yeah it's 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 definitely an awesome it's an awesome area for
0: sure it's it's amazing like i i get you 100 like and everybody's so friendly like it's just yeah. i don't know man like i i it's it's like they get you and, and then you get them and stuff right so like we always talk and every i remember i i just love our moments together whenever we just go by a, a camp and just chat and we just talk and we just shoot the shit and then we just like do our work and that's it and it was such a nice environment i loved it yeah.
1: What, what, what about the small coffee shop that we, we met at that a, a few times and uh, that you found?
0: Oh, what was it called? I think it was like 93? 91? 91, 91 90,
1: Coffee or something? Like that. Yeah, <laughs> I some, some, like, yeah, I don't know. Some like small coffee shop that like, you know, yeah, we just happened to both be in at the same time. And we're like, dude, this place is awesome. And you're like, yeah, I know. Like, like we just sit there like, you know, we had a whole group with us and everyone's doing their own thing. And like, you know, we had a health coach with Kristen and, you know, all these – all these different people doing different things. Uh, you know, uh, Andrew's a, a web designer, I think, yeah. or something. And, yeah. and
0: then Hong was uh, Amazon FBA. Amazon FBA, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> so, so like, cool. Yeah, we got all
1: got a whole group of people doing different things and it's just such a it's just it is a cool environment where you can walk into a coffee shop and everyone's doing some type of side hustle kind of thing or doing a main hustle like you know like that's how they're sustaining and it's cool it's definitely cool
0: and what i like the most about chiang mai is that they they're so nice the thai people and they really tailor towards you know digital nomads they make all these coffee shops with like hot like Amazing Wi-Fi and just chill out and it was, it's just crazy. Like every time I stepped into a co- small coffee shop, it's always like an adventure.
1: Yeah, I, I think I think it's strange. i i've I've heard I a heard I 100 percent agree with you, by the way, like the locals in Chiang Mai are some of the friendliest people I've ever met in my entire life. But as I've been in Bali now, you know, I think it might just be a lot of Southeast Asia. I mean, because now um, I'm here, I've met people that said that they don't like the local Balinese, but like I'm not gonna lie, Paul, like I feel like almost like in Chiang Mai where people are super friendly, they're smiling at you. I mean, the reality is like you know apparently a lot of Australians come here and they ruin the you know the integrity I guess of visitors because they come and party like it's like you know uh, I guess like Cancun or. Uh, that that type of mentality where they're just getting shit-faced and like, you know, uh, destroying property type of stuff where, you know, so they have like a kind of a negative uh, look upon some visitors, but once you talk to them, it's like, holy crap, they, their entire mindset changes and the they're smiling and chatting with you and like being friendly and, you know, it's, it's like, nah, I'm, I'm here to work and hang out and like, you know, that's... They don't really understand the lifestyle like Chiang Mai, like they, they get the digital my lifestyle, but here they don't really get it. But once you tell them that you're here working and like not here to party kind of thing, like, like, oh, okay, you're cool. <laughs> like You know, like they, they smile, they laugh, everything's good then. Like, you know, you get the positive feeling. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, it might be more like I, maybe it's a Southeast Asia thing. I don't know. But Chiang Mai, overly friendly people.
0: Like, yeah. i I agree i I feel like bali i feel like i I gotta go check out bali man it's on my list now because everybody's telling me great things about it
1: no i definitely suggest coming for sure i mean i don't know why more people like honestly like when i came here i even heard many like digital nomads or basically location independent people at all talk about coming to bali as like an option and like now that i'm here like why the fuck are more people talking about bali like this place (laughs) is Awesome. Like, what? Like, yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, the difference between Chiang Mai and Bali, we'll just say Canggu in particular, because that's where I've been living. But, like, if you're coming to Changgu, have something ready to go. Like, make sure you're already, like, you and I can do this, because, like, you're an established podcast, or you have your things basically ready. Like, you're doing. <laughs> like, if you're looking to bootstrap, don't come here, because there's distractions out the ass. But if you're able to, like, basically have something that's working for you already, and uh, you're you're focused then you can get your stuff done and then go surf. But if you're looking to bootstrap, do not come here because like, you know, it's it's hard to focus especially if you're like not entirely sure what's going to be driving you money or what's your future career I guess you could say.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so Chiang Mai is the place to go for that. And that's that's the that's the only clear distinction I can come up with when it comes to this like but I was blown away that I didn't hear about this like, you know, why the fuck aren't people coming here more often? Like <laughs>
0: I don't know, <laughs> man. It's uh, it's definitely we can talk about this forever. You know that, and it, it's it's yeah. it's so cool. So everybody, if you guys have a chance, if you guys are just starting out, uh, check out Chiang Mai, do some research, um, and then if you guys are already established, go to Bali because I feel a lot of my friends that I've made in Chiang Mai w- told me that it's always good to go to Bali because it's a like a a relaxed environment. And then that way as they're working super hard and then they're going to take a month or two or three in Bali and just relax and really enjoy the sun.
1: Man, I'm too hungry for that. Like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying, I'm not trying to like relax at all. Well, I am relaxing. I'm not, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, it, but that's not my, my mentality. Like I'm, you know, I'll relax when I'm dead.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, 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 have, this, I have the same, I have the same, the same mentality because like it's, um, that's what I hear a lot, right? What people say, dude, it's it's crazy. Um, what's what's going on in your world right now? What's uh, what have you been passionate about lately? So
1: lately, uh, because I've been dropshipping for a few years, let me see. I I have Chiang Mai has inspired me in so many different ways to learn so many different things and get involved with it. So like it's really been kind of spreading me thin. But like what I've been really focusing on, I guess you could say, is uh, writing content a lot more. Like just actually you know, sharing the knowledge that I have and uh, pushing it to like a blog or, you know, writing articles, I guess you'd say. Uh, so I've been doing a lot of that. And I think what I'm, I'm gonna eventually, I'm gonna start leading towards is, uh, I think, because I've been learning so much over the past few years with uh, different type of ad platforms that I might try and start helping local businesses or actually like clients or entrepreneurs with, um, their, their advertising programs and kind of managing it for them so yeah. you know yeah that's I think what I'm gonna be leaning towards like you know I the drop shipping right now I have it at the point where you know I actually just started a new store with a, a partner of mine Daniel and him and I our, our stores actually we're, we're crushing it right now so like you know we're we're gonna be scaling that that's kind of like that's not, that's there and then the, the other things that I'm passionate about for sure is um, running more information and content for basically people that want to learn that like, you know, I can inspire kind of like why I'm here exactly is to basically bring education and inspire people to kind of do this lifestyle because honestly for, if it wasn't for getting inspired basically from content like Smart Passive Income or like, you know, other blogs or articles or whatnot, then I I wouldn't be here today. So I want to help be that voice for people to, you know, hopefully be here one day, like, you know, to, to be living this lifestyle because, um, fuck the nine to five. And, uh, <laughs> you know, if, if, you know, if I can inspire one person, I'm like, I'm stoked. Like I'm happy. Ooh. And I, uh, yeah, man. And that's, that's kind of like the idea. I guess you could say that's what I'm passionate about now is is to be helping people and, you know, inspiring with basically this, this is real. This is a reality.
0: Dude, what's your, what's your, what's your blog? What's your website? It's actually just my name.
1: You know, it's, it's pretty easy. Robert Botto, Dot com so Robert and then B O T T O dot com.
0: All right, so we're gonna link that link that into the show notes as well too, so that way people can uh, check out all your stuff. I really like your writing. Uh, it's, it's really good. Keep doing what you're doing, man. I like it.
1: Thanks, dude. It's definitely <laughs> it's another thing that I'm just like I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna go for it. Like instead of doing nothing and just saying I'm gonna do it, here you go. <laughs> so give me give me uh, some time to work on my writing, some you know <laughs> improvements, and whatnot, but I appreciate that. <laughs>
0: man what's a you know what's a what's a typical day look like for you man like what's a what's a typical work day look like right now today
1: so work day okay so you know it's you know almost it's quarter of nine so in the morning this is probably when i normally would be waking up uh you know usually around nine o'clock i wake up maybe a little bit later depending on basically how late my night ran i guess you could say um because I, to be honest with you, as you know, I'm a, I'm a night out dude. So like, yeah. I, I, I work at night. That's kind of like when I, that's my optimal
0: time. <laughs> dude, I got nothing but love for you because that means that like, you just woke up for this interview, which is th- like, awesome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: dude, I, I woke up super early, grabbed some coffee and like now here we are talking. It's all good, man. Like, you know, <laughs> it's, um, but yeah, it's my normal day consists of waking up, checking out my ads, making sure everything's kind of running at peak performance and then, uh, you know, going in, seeing if I have any customer calls, complaints, voicemails, anything that I need to catch up on, organizing that, and then uh, checking out basically um, what is to be done, I guess, on that day, which could consist of a variety of different things. But because I'm trying to, I guess you could say, uh, pivot a little bit further into the writing content and educating and inspiring people, uh, I've been focusing a bit more on that. But, you know, honestly, when it comes to dropshipping, once you get to a point where you're able to... I guess you could say you're a bit more on cruise control. That's yeah. kind of where I'm at with majority of my my like my my main site, and then the one Daniel and I are working on. It's it's um, a lot more focused. Like we're just we just completely revamped our entire theme. You know, we're launching new products almost every other day. So you know, we have to write basically you have to write creative descriptions, product descriptions, and then we're figuring out how to reach the proper people that may want those products. So um, you know. That store is a bit more involved at the moment, but it is what it is. I mean, like I, I enjoy it. I like, you know, trying to figure out how to reach these certain people, what marketing campaigns we're going to create. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my day. Like literally wake up, check out my ads. How's everything running? You know, what do I need to adjust if I need to adjust anything? Um, and then kind of going through and saying like, you know, okay, that's done. Move on to kind of, what kind of, if if I'm going to write any product descriptions today, what am I going to do? Am I going to write email flows? Am I going to do that? Or am I going to like write some blogs (laughs) and write, or am I going to go surf? You know? So
0: (laughs) I I love it. I love, I love because like, you have a choice, right? Pretty much your days are are like, you know, should i, you know, do a equal serve, like i can do pretty much this, i can do this and this. Like how do you keep up your productivity? Are you on like, you know, it's just super overdose on caffeine or like, you know, some people meditate, some people do like all these different types of exercises and stuff just to stay productive. Like do you have anything that's uh running in the back end?
1: Well, i definitely i definitely drink coffee. I'm an avid coffee <laughs> <laughs> okay, I yeah. love. I I do love coffee, <laughs> um, but to be honest with you, um, I guess what the purpose for me and like one of the main purposes of traveling for me is inspiration. Like you know, I wake up every day and I'm so absolutely fucking thankful and grateful to be where I am right now, which is Bali. Um, where I did the same thing when I was in Chiang Mai. When when you're traveling, you know, my main thing is to be positive and grateful actually in general with life like that you're able to live this lifestyle and uh you know that right there kind of keeps me inspired and motivated and like you know that's what kind of moves me forward and pushes me in the right direction it's like you know if i i remember waking up at those 6 a.m.s or 4 a.m.s, like you know to go to work and like getting home at five and literally passing out my bed to wake up an hour later to go run my side hustle like you know it's those those moments are what drives me to keep pushing forward and being mm. productive. So I mean it's it's not so much like where I I mean yeah I meditate but like I don't have like a routine like where I would like to but like honestly I, I definitely think proper sleep is is needed even though I probably don't get the most that I need. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I guess uh, that's just me and uh, yeah I mean to be honest with you it's just being being present and knowing that like you know where you're at in life and being thankful for it and that's that's kind of what motivates me to keep being productive and you know it's my own fault if I fail you know what I mean like if if I don't do something it's it's on me
0: <laughs> I like it I man your Instagram must be awesome do you have an Instagram
1: oh I do uh, yeah uh, you know the I handle? also the, the handle is at rob.life.visuals
0: sweet I'm gonna follow you
1: yeah definitely Don't do man it, it, photography is like one of my my uh you know my hobby passions i guess you could say and uh thanks to my girlfriend she she definitely inspired me to get involved with that like two years ago and uh yeah it's it's definitely changed my 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 view in the world kind of thing and uh yeah so yeah definitely take a look and follow i try and post but uh to be honest with you i haven't posted in like a month because i've been just so busy working and like trying to enjoy bali while i'm here and uh yeah so definitely take a look if you what was it
0: what was it again what was it rob dot life dot visuals life dot i'm following you right now actually (laughs) (laughs) oh there you are i found you and i just followed you yeah Whoa. there it is notification (laughs) oh i like the dice one that's really cool uh guys you know path hunters follow him you know, Rob's like, awesome. I, I, Oh my God, I'm looking at these. It looks crazy. Um, <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> dude, it's crazy. Um, man, I, it, it's crazy and it, it's, I, I love it and it, you're so inspiring, oh. dude. It, it's crazy. And like, I'm so thankful to like meet you and like that we're friends and like, you know, your, 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 your relationship is uh, one of those uh, relationships that I do cherish because like, you know, it's, we, we align a lot very much. So, right. And, uh, and you're so yeah, you're so right because at the end of the day, like you're gonna have to put in the work, and if you're really passionate about what you know, travel for example for us, um, or it, it could be pretty much anything. But like if you really really want it bad enough, you're definitely gonna be super motivated, right?
1: Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, and that's 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 the reality of it. I mean, like no one's gonna give you anything, and um, you know it's. It's, it's on you as an entrepreneur um, in the beginning for sure, especially when you're bootstrapping, like there is no one to lean on for excuses. It's, you know, if things don't get done, it's on you. <laughs> how do you deal,
0: you know? how do you deal with like, you know, those like down moments? Like how do you deal with like, I like just if something doesn't really go your way or, or, or you know what I mean? Like just something you were just a project that you're working on and doesn't fully fold through. Like how do you deal with this kind of situations?
1: Dude, to be real, um, that's, that's it. I mean, like, I go through down moments, you know, I don't want to say a lot, but, like, it happens, man. Like, it's part of the entrepreneurial roller coaster. Like, you know, it's, you have super highs where you make, like, you know, you, you, you could, you know, get a acquire a partnership with like you know a certain vendor or something where you're you know you're super stoked about it and you're living like you know the highest lifestyle possible and then there's other days where like you know you're completely like down in the dumps because you haven't gotten a customer or you know you can't reach the right person or you've been rejected a thousand times or whatever that might bring you down and like you know to get through those moments for me I just continue to push forward saying like you know he's, this isn't what's going to stop me. Like, you know, this, this moment is not going to be the end of my, like, you know, my entrepreneur road, my, my journey, I guess you could say. And that's, that's for me, like, you know, it's just being present in that moment and saying like, you know, this is one small, so small of a piece of the the giant puzzle, you know, and uh, of the life journey. It's, you know, you, you can't let that be a detriment. You, you're allowed, you're allowed to be sad. Now, don't get me wrong there. I mean, like you can, having emotions is normal (laughs) but like you know letting that emotion kind of run your life is is not not the proper way to go about it because if you sit there and like cry if you cry for like you know a week straight uh you're you're losing a week of productivity and that 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 loss or whatever made you sad is not gonna help push you forward you can learn from it but it's not gonna help you move forward so you know the reality is like it's accepting those emotions you know and moving and moving forward you know and it's it's okay to be sad (laughs) you know it happens it really does and like you know there's moments where I literally have made no money in a month for example and uh, I'm like looking at my bank account like holy shit I spent a lot of money this month and I I didn't I didn't I didn't go green like I didn't get positive I wasn't positive and like you just have to accept it like you're low on that like the whole fiscal end of it and it's like you know or it's like those moments when you're traveling, you're like, "Shit, I really miss my family," and like, you know, uh, you know, you're low about it. But you gotta just, <clears throat> you just gotta stay present, you know, and yeah. uh, s- stay in the moment, and just know that like this, this isn't what's gonna stop stop you because it's how, how in the end. How do you deal end- with
0: that though? Like, like just say like for example, like. Uh- Like, just touch base with, like, when you're down, like, you know, you're not making money for a month. Like, what do you do? Like, do you just, like, go in, be like, okay, go outside, step aside, take a breather, and just bring yourself back to present, and then go do more work? Or, like, what's, uh, what's, what's that like? uh, Robert? Um,
1: I guess, like... You caught up
0: for a second. Sorry, my bad. I'm, I'm
1: here. Yeah, I'm here. Awesome.
0: Yeah so I, I yeah so I just caught up exactly when okay. you were about to answer okay. yeah <laughs> hello
1: um yeah yeah I'm here I'm here okay cool I I I guess I really don't have a I guess you could say like a, a procedure <laughs> on yeah. how I handle this um but uh to be honest with you yeah it's like it's all about just for me um I guess center being centered and like grounded I guess you could say like you know Yeah uh making sure like when you, you're going through that experience of being low that like you're able to realize that for me, like for the example with money, it's like for me I, I look at it and say, you know, money isn't everything. What are you know, what other positives can I take away from this month? And like, you know, you sit there and you look back and like, you know, you you go through your memories. For me I keep like a you know a daily log almost in a sense I guess you could say of like, you know, positive things, negative things, basically just what occurred that day kind of thing in a short summary and uh, I look through it or something like that and just like, oh shit, like all these good things happened and like, you know, next month I'm going to, I'm going to make triple because I lost, you know, on the, my income this month or something like that and, you know, it's, I really don't have I guess you could say like yeah you you just get grounded and then you yeah. just get right back to work you know yeah. that's kind of the end well, of it like Well
0: that's actually one thing right there like you just wrote out exactly how you're feeling and you wrote it in a quick summary right it's kind of like journaling right so yeah. so that's one that's actually very therapeutic actually like if you are going through emotion and you write it all out exactly what you're feeling and then you'll feel so much better and then you'll figure out one way or another and it's just the attitude of like not giving up right Dude oh
1: god yeah that, that that's that's really i mean those moments, like uh, a good friend of mine, she uh, started dropshipping. I met her in Chiang Mai, and uh, she was literally messaging me the other day saying that she's thinking about giving up and selling her store. Like she hasn't made any sales. I walked her through some things to help her build her store out a little bit better to optimize it. Uh, helped her with her AdWords, and um, <clears throat> she's in Ubud right now. And she recently just uh, said she put a post on one of the communities saying, like, you know, guys. It's four a.m. I just got a notification on my phone, and she had, took a screenshot, and it was like for a four thousand dollar order, which you know, Ooh. you know, it's a it's a good size order, yeah, it's for sure. And uh, she, like, you know, she couldn't be more thankful for basically not giving up at that moment and like you know
0: make like four thousand dollars or was that just like a percentage after that like what's uh what's what's that 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 that
1: that, that was her gross her gross revenue so she didn't make four thousand but the sale ticket was at four thousand so she'll probably make between you know we'll just say between 15 and 30 percent of you know four thousand so you know that's i don't exactly know what her margins are but uh yeah she's she she probably basically just made her entire like to live for a month (laughs) (laughs) with one sale Cool. yeah man and that's you know it's it's the thing is like you know those lows come you know it's like a roller coaster think of it this with every low there's a high and with every high there's a low so you know it just how do you i guess the secret is how do you how do you learn from your lows how do you learn from your lows deal with it and then how do you extend your highs that's Mm. that's that's kind of like i guess the way to look at it
0: dude man that's amazing like you're it's on fire this interview is like you know by far it's like it's just been dropping nothing but value bombs and just crazy um (laughs) dude i really want to be respectful of your time and uh, we're just going to be um uh, wrapping things up i'm going to ask you two more questions um i hope that's all right and um it's Definitely not a right ball. <laughs> I know we can go on <laughs> forever. No, technically, wait. Like, I don't know all you path hunters out there. Like me and Robert used to talk forever. It was crazy. It was such a great time. And uh, <laughs> uh, th- this could prompt another round two for the Path Hunters podcast, right? So, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Um, so, dude, like before we get into that, though, I just want to let you know that uh, you know you're 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 super inspiring, man. Like keep doing what you're doing, man. I like you know you for you for yeah like, your m- mentality. You know the hard work ethics and. everything you're definitely um uh you know so inspiring man like you're you're just a huge inspiration to me first of all like you know we were talking about that a little bit off the mic a little bit but uh dude just thank you for all the things that you do
1: come on paul enough of this (laughs) thank you man. (laughs) man seriously like you know you're you're the one inspiring you know all these people that are listening coming in month after month i mean like i i could say like kudos to you brother like because like you're doing what i i i i don't i don't know how to do a podcast or anything of these sorts and i i think what you're doing man is is fucking awesome and i couldn't be happier to be part of this right now
0: well we can talk a little bit more about that after then <laughs> 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 man uh dude and uh, you know for all those like listeners and everything um you know where can everybody find you and stalk you you know we did talk a little bit about that uh, your instagram a little earlier but where can uh, people typically find you
1: Seriously, um, you can go to my website. I have all of my social handles on there. But, I mean, like I'm on Twitter. I, I'm trying to get into the Twitter game a bit more. Like, you know, uh, I used to do it back in the day. But, you know, um, yeah, so I'm trying to do Twitter a little bit more. My handle is at JustCallMeRob. Um, and, yeah, Instagram for sure. Uh, my website is robertbotto.com. Those are probably the three. I, I have a YouTube channel, but to be honest, I, I haven't really been keeping up with it. That's what, it's that's another hard part, man. You have all these social channels. <laughs> Managing and being consistent with all of them is fucking hard. So, like, it you is. know, there's just things that I put value of and I put, like, I guess you could say at a higher um priority than others and as you can see my social channels are are not at the highest priority in my life at the moment so that hence the reason i haven't posted on instagram my youtube videos aren't consistent so but yeah dude anyone that wants to you know stalk me please go ahead don't be too creepy you can message me whenever you want (laughs) it's 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 completely cool like you know i i literally have people messaging me quite often on how to help i'm helping them kind of in a sense and you know um yeah i can I'm, I'm all about helping people, uh, I guess, either start their journey either in the middle of their journey or even if they're just looking for some, you know, someone that's, I guess, in it that maybe just it's already looking for someone else that's in it to maybe give advice or, you know, another set of eyes never hurts.
0: Yeah. No, this is what this is what I like about you also also as well, too. Like, you know, you're you're like you're just always ready to help people. And that's what I like about you, too. It's like it's just crazy. It's just great vibing with you and everything dude i appreciate it robert man i'm gonna ask you the two final questions here um this is the path hunters podcast and uh, when you hear the term path hunters what comes to mind
1: path hunters to me basically means someone that or a group of people that are looking or i guess you could say Oh, there's too few things actually, <laughs> but I would say that they're either looking for a path to take, so you know they're or that they're the people that are already down their path, and they're the ones that are basically hunting and killing it. You know what I mean? Like they're the people that are crushing their chosen path.
0: Love it, man! It's it's crazy. I love it, dude. And one final question here. So I'm gonna paint this picture for you. So imagine if you're like on the side of the road, um, and there's a lot of people going by and you have this cardboard, you know, sign that you're able to write one message or advice to impact those people going by. What kind of message would it be? Free hugs. Free hugs. <laughs> Why why free Alex? It's because why? Why?
1: (laughs) I mean, I I saw this campaign with this person doing this during the political campaigns in the United States. And I honestly thought it was the greatest thing in the world because no matter where he was, like he was sharing, you know, positive energy. And I think that's what the world needs more of is like just positive vibes, positive energy. And, you know, if even if someone just sees that and they laugh, that's something that like it's a contribution. And like, you know, even if it'd be crazy if someone was to pull over and actually literally help me, that'd be cool. And like, you know, uh. So, yeah, I think free hugs would probably be, like, the way I'd go about it because, like, you know, anything that could be positive and impact someone in a, in a good way, I think that's the way I'd go with it.
0: Dude, there you go. You know, it's so true. Positivity needs to be a little louder. Yeah, for sure. It Man. does. I mean. I love it uh robert man (laughs) probably weren't weren't thinking that one did you (laughs) no i actually didn't it's really cool though i like it i i I really do and dude thank you so much for you know taking the time to jump on the podcast here with me man i appreciate you i appreciate your friendship and again i'm so excited to see how your journey unfolds and i can't wait to even like bring you on for a round two of the path hunters podcast dude
1: paul i'm stoked i'm stoked (laughs) man I'm already stoked. I don't know if it's going to happen. And I hope it does, but you know, I'm already ready for it. Um, but I, I, agree, Paul. I think uh, this is a long-standing friendship here, and I appreciate you. And, and uh, you know, thanks for bringing me on board. And I, I hope that you know, maybe we can connect again sometime at a, another random place, not Chiang Mai or anywhere else in the world. I don't know, but. That's a great part about the lifestyle we live. You don't know.
0: <laughs> we, it, it's all true, so. and it's never a goodbye. It's more like a see you later, right? So exactly,
1: one hundred percent. It's never goodbye, man.
0: Dude, man, thank you so much, and have yourself a good one, man. Thanks, thanks, Paul. Take care. That was Robert in the house, everybody. Thank you so much, Robert, for jumping onto the podcast with me, my friend. And, you know, I hope to bring you on here again soon. It's exciting to see how everything unfolds. And let's uh, chat again soon for those Path Hunters out there. I hope you guys got amazing insights. You know, it's all about, you know, what you do, being intentional, finding your own path. And it's just all these amazing goodness and everything. Every time I do this interview, I get so pumped up. And I just feel super, super amazing unreal but i hope you guys got some value out of that and uh, you know how it is so if you guys have any questions or anything like that email me at paul at i have a new ebook coming out very soon about uh, overcoming adversity and how it could be your greatest teacher get excited get ignited and check that out all right i'll see you guys soon take care guys i hope you guys enjoyed that remember to subscribe share and review thank you for taking the time for listening to this podcast You can always find me at pathhunters.com. Stay awesome and know that you can become a Path Hunter today.